Hello and welcome. This is Mary Frances. And this is Jenna. And, and together, together we are Insanely Relative. Relative. Hi everybody. Happy Wednesday, April 6, 2022. Uh, we are in season two, episode five of our podcast that we started last January. Yes. Right? Yes. And today's podcast, we are kind of doing like a segue series into some live guests that we're going to have on. Jenna and I were talking a while back about, um, you know, dreams and aspirations and, you know, your, your dream job. So um, our quote for today is, don't tell me the sky's the limit when there are footprints on the moon. And that's by Paul Brandt. So nice. when Jenna and I were talking, um, you know, I, a couple of people came to mind for me that seem like they really have gotten their dream job. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is this, this gentleman, Tim, that I know who has Warwick Brewing Farm, the brewing mm-hmm. company. Um, it's actually Warwick Farm Brewery. And then another one is an actor, um, local guy mm-hmm. who, you know, from Warminster to Hollywood, and his name's Adam yes. Radcliffe. So, you know, and then Jenna, and then you, something yeah. popped into your head. <clears throat> and then my friend who I've known since middle school popped into my head, Mike, um, he has, well, I believe it's, it was his, always his dream to produce, you know, movies and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And he has definitely done that. So, um, it'll be interesting when we have them on and we can actually interview them live, but that brought us to, <clears throat> you know, we should probably talk about what, what it is to, to have a dream job or a dream or an aspiration of something you really, really want yes. to do in your life. And <clears throat> if it's, something you can reach so yeah so when we were talking about it it's like well growing up you know it's like some people want to be an astronaut or some people want to be a movie star or whatever and and I laughed because I'm like I wanted to be a legal secretary (laughs) and I'm thinking boy that's really setting the bar for myself no offense to legal secretaries but like not a lawyer Mary Fran like you wanted to be a legal secretary (laughs) you didn't want to take the full commitment on I get it I mean that's that's good. That's good. You were really just like keeping your <laughs> your your bar down so that you could go above it, probably. Oh, okay. So that you could reach further. Yeah, we'll go with mm-hmm. that. But um, yeah. But what about you? Because I know you went. I didn't go to college, but I know you did. So my dream as a kid was always to be a teacher, mm-hmm. and then I went to school for it. And then you know, circumstances in my life took me out of school, so <clears throat> I did not finish that degree. But um, but yeah, I would say that was. Probably since I was small, my dream, um, I, I don't know that in this environment today that I would still want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I think that it's very different um, from what I had originally thought it would be. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that <clears throat> when I, I had opened a preschool, a small in-home preschool when we lived up in upstate, and <clears throat> I loved it. I loved it. It was a lot of work. And I remember Mike saying to me, oh my gosh, you're up till like 11 at night cutting things out. Like this is, you're not even making any money. Like, are you so bored? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not. Like, I love it. I love it. I literally love sitting here at 11 o'clock cutting out things to put up on the wall for the next day. Right. So that's when I knew it was something I really loved and brought me a lot of joy. However, I do ask you, is there really a job that word, I feel like job is very like, ugh, like mm-hmm. it's your job to do it. You know, for me, it's not really a dream job. It's just a dream. Like, right. <clears throat> it's where I'd want to be, what I'd want to be doing. Um, 
And, and I was able to do it for a very short time, unfortunately, but I was able to do it. And I often think back to it and think, wow, I really wish I had you know, stuck with it or mm-hmm. been able to carry it on. And there's times now that I still think about doing it again, but it's very different now. It's just a different mm-hmm. environment we live in. And I think um, while it would be doable and I could do it again, um, I'd have to go a different path, I think. Right. Because <clears throat> it is a different climate, but you mm-hmm. do talk about it often. Like yeah. you'll refer to your preschool mm-hmm. and, and how much fun you had. And I remember talking to you and I'm like, oh my God, you're like, you did that until 10 o'clock last yeah. night. And you're like, yeah, but I'm happy about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like one of the key components yeah. to the dream job because you were getting right. paid for it, which makes it a job. Right. But some people refer to a job as like, you know, it's just such a task that right. they don't want to do it. That you don't want to do it. That's why I throw that out there. Like, is, should it really have the word job attached to it? Right. Um, the other thing, too, that brought me so much joy is I love art. And I love mm-hmm. um, I love organizing. So Wait, having Do a, you like crafts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I mean, if you listen to our first podcast, you'll hear that. Um, so I do, I love that aspect of it. I think the classroom, like building that classroom from ground up and decorating the walls and putting up the bulletin boards and putting the furniture in the certain, like arranging it so that the room flowed, that brought me tons of joy. Like and having the kids come in every day and like they would go to their little stations and they'd have like, you know, I'd have kids happily playing over here and kids happily drawing over here and doing mm-hmm. puzzles. And that brought me a lot of joy because it was, I guess, a vision that you have in your head, Mm -hmm. you can't always see it, right? You you don't always put it in real life. And that it did, it did for me. It was. But isn't that why some people do those vision boards? Because it's something that they have in their head and they want to bring it to fruition. So they put it out there. It is. And here, I just learned an interesting thing about a vision board um, that people often do. And I've done, and it's not the it's not the best way to do it. When you do a vision board, you put on there, so say I wanted a preschool, right? Mm-hmm. I'd put a picture of a building on there and I'd put a picture of all these kids and I'd put, uh, you know, whatever. Right. But then I'd sit there and I'd look at that board and think, how the heck am I getting there? Like, that is way beyond anything that I can do today, right? Yeah, right. it's good to look at that. It's good to see that that's where you want your end game. But what your vision board should have on it is, I have to go uh, to the, you know, office and get my, my uh, license. license and I have to like, it should have the steps, the goals that you have to meet to get to that ultimate goal. Because what happens is that's way too overwhelming for you Okay. in your mind to look at that picture and say, yep, I'm going to have a huge school someday, but I don't know how I'm doing it. Oh, okay. So, and, and I learned, I just learned this from Mel Robbins actually, that you should put everything that you have to do to get there, all the small goals, mm. all the steps, because that makes it feel more reachable and more attainable. And, and that's exactly what I did with the preschool. I, you know, I did little things here, little things there, had a friend helping me um, to attain it. So okay. I think that, that, that it works better. But if you just put, you know, if, like I said, if you would just put the end, the end result on that board, mm-hmm. you can't really see what, what steps you need to take to get there. Okay. That's interesting. I never, I mean, I never did a vision board, so I wasn't sure. Yeah. But I mean, I guess when you think about it, how the purpose of the vision board is for you to be able to envision what you want the end result to be. Mm -hmm. So as a child, right, we, we envision things Mm -hmm. and we like, okay, my aspirations weren't that huge, (laughs) I'll admit, but one of my aspirations was I wanted to be a mom Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. have a family. Mm -hmm. And 
so that is a dream that has come mm-hmm. true for me. But now as time goes on, you know, my kids are older. So now I have visions of being a grandmother yes. and spoiling my grandchildren and sending them home to their parents. Um, <laughs> All hopped up on chocolate, by the way. <laughs> Most likely, yes. Um, but, you know, another thing is that your dreams change, mm-hmm. I think, over time, especially as a woman, mm-hmm. I think, because you go, and, and I guess for guys, but I can only speak from a woman's standpoint, that, you know, cycles of your life change and, and move forward and sometimes take steps backwards. But, you know, now that my kids are grown up mm-hmm. and have, you know, they're married and getting ready to start their own families and stuff, my dreams have changed. Yeah. So now mine are more like, you know, I would love for our podcast to become you know, yeah, world renowned. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> so I put it out to the universe and see what happens. Um, and I love to feed people, mm. so yes, I would do. love to have a cooking show. Mm-hmm. So I guess I have to do a vision board and I have to figure out how to get there. Well, I, not even a vision board. I just think that if it's something you do, you want to do, you you take the first step and you do it. You get it started. Yeah. You know, you look at you research it. You look into like what what it is that you need to do in order to get to that next step mm-hmm. that next goal um it brings me to something when I was little I do remember wanting to be a prima ballerina mm-hmm. and for years I told my mom I'm going to be a ballerina I'm going to be a ballerina I'm going to do toe dance I'm going to do all this and I did I danced for a long time until I was into my 20s I taught when I was in my early 20s I danced until I was about like in a company until I was about probably 18 or 19 and then I started teaching um but it once I realized the work that goes into being a prima ballerina. Mm -hmm. Like as you go through dance, you're doing it for fun as a kid. You're tapping, you're ballet, you're, you know, all this little cute stuff to these cute little things. And then I realized all the stuff that they go through, those dancers and how how raw their feet get and how, you Mm -hmm. know, they have to stay a certain weight and they have to, like all these things. And what about their joints? I mean, yeah, to be in a dance company and to actually go far. And I'm thinking... Well, that's not what I want. Like that doesn't speak to me. Like mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person that wants to force that harm on my body. That's how I looked at it then. Um, but I, I give so much credit to those people that have done it because I love watching it. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful art. But yeah, I did. I always wanted to do that. And then as soon as I got into it <clears throat> and started teaching and started being around other dancers who were, mm-hmm. you know, professional dancers, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is. This is a tough life. Like, what was that weird movie? The, the Swan? Black Swan, yeah. I think. I didn't see it, oh, actually. I, I didn't see did. it. I did. That was weird. Yeah. You should watch it because okay. then you can explain it to me. Okay. I'm like, what is, what <laughs> well, just happened? From what I understand, one of the actresses is like the backup to the, like, right. the, to the original, the real dancer. Yeah, I didn't see it yet, but I will. I will watch it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just, I feel like too, then I, I had a real reality, slap a reality, when I taught three-year-olds mm. ballet. And I was like, <laughs> wow. Like, clearly, a prima ballerina and a three-year-old ballerina are mm. way different people. Like, <laughs> way different. I mean, they were adorable. We had such a great time. But none of them are doing the same thing. Yeah. They're all on a different page. So, you know, it's That's more about cute. fun at that age. But, yeah, I, I do agree that you're you're – your goals change and your aspirations change and dreams as you get older. I also wanted to be a mom and like so badly. And, um, and I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a check, you know, one of the dreams in my life and yours that we've able to check off. So I I have to give props to people who just have like one specific goal 
and they aspire to do that. Mm-hmm. And then when they get there and then they make that craft or, or that yeah. um, career, mm-hmm. like unbelievably out of the ballpark, amazing. And I think a couple of the people that we're going to talk to mm-hmm. have done that. Yeah. And I really, I guess because my thoughts and dreams have changed over the years. I mean, cause I, I love to repurpose stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. when I'm doing that, I don't want anybody to talk to me. <laughs> I just, I just want to be in that moment. And I would <clears throat> love to make, I sort of would love to make a job of it, but then at the same token, like you were saying, well, then it's a job. Mm-hmm. Then if I have to have that project done by a certain time right. for somebody, does it then take the joy out of it? Well, that is the question of all questions. You know, if you if you do what you love, you know, don't do or do what you love, love what you do. You know that saying. Right. So, yeah, you should love what you do and do what you love, but it can't always be your job because maybe it's not always income. You know, you're signing. Right, because it's not income. fun anymore. Right, because then it becomes hard and it becomes deadlines like you're saying and then you have to meet somebody else's deadline and, right. and you get to a point where you're like why did I take something I loved and turn, and turn it, it into, into a job, job. right um, and I think that's what I where I was coming from when I said that like do we really want to call them jobs and we can ask the people that we're going to interview mm-hmm. would you re- refer to this as a job or would you prefer to this as just your goal and your lifelong right dream right that you enjoy doing and also make money right you yeah, know. that's absolutely. Because, like, I know your uncle, like, he loves what he does. <clears throat> and his whole thing is, I get to play with big Tonka trucks <laughs> in the dirt. Every day. And get paid for it. Yeah. And he loves it, and he's very good at it. Mm-hmm. And and it reflects in the mm-hmm. job that he does. So, I, I mean, I think... That's true. To have that is mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah. You know? That's an interesting way to look at it. Like... I get to do this instead of I have to do this, you right. know, like that saying too. Um, because I, I was talking to you about the, the organizing because I love to organize. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, do I really want to make it a job because am I going to hate it? But I feel the same way Uncle Bill does. I feel like, but I get to like put stuff where it goes mm-hmm. and, and like a puzzle, do a puzzle in someone else's home and make make the picture like art. It's right. like an art it's to like me. It's like art, right. Make it all fit together and pretty and usable to, for someone else to enjoy. Yeah. And I can make money doing it. And you are good at it because you did that for me. when Go I Go for your bathroom. Yeah. And yeah. when I open my bathroom closet, it actually like, it's, it's like, it brings you joy. It does. Like, it's nice and organized yeah. and everything's where it's supposed to be. Well, because if there's chaos in your environment, there's chaos inside of you. We've talked about that. So right. if you can get, and not, I'm not saying everything in my house is perfectly organized. It's not. If you open that cabinet right now, there's a bunch of stuff shoved in there. Because I'm going to open it. That's the, that's the cabinet that, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do um, with it's all this stuff. It's still pretty organized. Oh, come <laughs> on. It's not as organized. Don't open my closet. But, but I joke, <laughs> I jokingly open your closet when I'm at your house. Because I'm like, is she still doing a good job? And like, even some friends I did, some uh, pro bono jobs for I asked them too like is it still the way mm-hmm. you know we did it and, and it's not that I want to slap anybody on the wrist but I I want you know I want people to feel that awesomeness when they walk into that space and it's mm-hmm. like oh it's one last thing I gotta worry about right but you, if you did that every single day do you think you would enjoy that that I don't know right. so that's where I'm at right now I don't know mm-hmm. I think that I would enjoy it 
it's not just, about, I have to tell you though, it's not just about the act of organizing. Mm-hmm. It's also the people that I'm working with. So if I'm working for a friend, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm totally enjoying it because we're friends and they're starting to, um, they can understand where I come from a little right. bit differently. Um, if I'm working with a client I don't know, but is very nice, I'd probably still like it. If I'm working for somebody who's not, super friendly or super nice, I don't know how I'll be in that situation because that's the type of environment I then may not want myself in. Mm-hmm. So that's the part you don't know. You just got to do it and kind of try it and, and see. And see. Hmm. Interesting. And then you mold it. No, sorry, my dog is barking. He apparently wants to be part of the podcast. Today. He never barks. I don't know what his dream job is. Probably to make my life crazy. Poor <laughs> <laughs> oh, So So yeah, I think... I think there's some things that depend. Like you said, you change, it changes as you get older because you have different aspirations at that point. Like you have the older children you raise. Now you're, now you want to be a grandma. You want to watch them raise their children. And, Mm -hmm. um, so, but I'd be interested to hear from somebody like these guys that we're going to interview that have had, maybe had this dream Mm -hmm. of being this person since they were little and now are in their forties and doing it, you know, like still, or they're you know been doing it and are still doing it. Right. That that's amazing to me, right? Because how do they? How do you keep it fun? How do you keep it interesting? How do right. you, maybe that's questions we can ask. Like how do you keep it fresh and not? Oh, I'm going back to the same thing every day. And why did I do this? You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, maybe because the jobs that or the the dreams that they've chosen aren't the same thing every day. Maybe not. Right. Maybe not. Because one's an actor, one's a producer, and one brews beer. Yeah. So it's always it's always different. To an extent, right? I mean, you're still acting. You're, you're still, still producing, doing the same thing, still... but it's always <clears throat> changing, right? Yes. Yes. Well, yes, because if you're acting, you're acting on different, you know, shows and movies right. and whatnot. If you're producing, you're producing different shows and movies. And if you're working at the brewery or you know owning, you're that's different every day too. Yeah. But it's still could become a job and, and it could right. take some of the joy out of it. So that's, that's my question. Like, yeah. how do you make it so that you don't take the joy out of it? Do you wake up every day and tell yourself you get to do this? And maybe it's just mindset because yeah. we're learning a lot about that lately. Yeah. Mind is like your mind controlling everything and your mindset. So yeah, if you put it out there and, and keep it positive, mm-hmm. then it comes back and tell yourself that, we're doing this today and this is what I love to do and I get to do this. Like mm-hmm. maybe that's, maybe that's it. And maybe that's a commonality we'll find between the people that we interview. That would be interesting. Yeah. I'll have to see. I can't think off the top of my head of anybody else that seems to really have that like dream. Yeah, career. I was thinking too. I mean like, I, like, I don't know. Do you know any baseball players or um, anything like that? Not off the top of my head, no. I mean, I know kids that I went to high school with that went to play baseball, but I don't know if they're really playing baseball. That anymore. doesn't count. No, I know. That's what I said. <laughs> not off, the, off, my, no. off my head. Yeah, because it's interesting. Like, I think, you know, when you see like a little mom and pop bakery, like we went to that mm-hmm. place in Doylestown, mm-hmm. they That's seemed cute. to like really love what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But again, think about what they get to do every day. They get to make food that they love and right. they get to talk to people every day and meet new people every day. Yeah. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe well, it's yeah. putting yourself in a situation where you, especially if you're social, like mm-hmm. we are, right, where you are talking to people every day and you're meeting new people. Because your uncle would hate Forging that. relationships. <laughs> right. There's certain people who would be like, heck no, I want no parts of that. Right. I want to just do my thing and 
be away from the world in my own little bubble. Right. And that's fine. That's totally fine. I am not that type of person. I need human connection. I need to talk to people. I mean, we just had a, we just had a joke last week. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It was 10 minutes. I was talking and I go, we need to just factor in 10 minutes every place we go (laughs) over time because we always talk to people. We do. Yeah. That is true. Where was I? The food store? No, you were, I think you were some, no, I I forget where you went, but you were somehow talking to somebody well you're always talking surprise to yeah yeah and <laughs> your, so am I your uncle gets so mad at me he <clears throat> will go out to a restaurant and then I'll see somebody I know and then he'll be standing outside like are you done yet? yeah like oh and my he gosh. told me he'll he said he's just gonna leave me there time. <laughs> he's like I, enough like why do you have to talk <clears throat> to everybody I'm like because it's fun it is now I have a question for you so in the in the world that you live in with with Uncle Bill having the business and you believe that that was his dream as a child to do that. That's what he wanted to do. I think so. Do you believe that your boys, that that was the job, the dream job for them or was it more of a, a rite, a ritual? Like we... Like a rite of passage. Like a rite of passage because we know dad has this company and we're going to work with him. Have I mean, you ever I, asked them? I mean, I've asked them. I mean, we've encouraged them to do other things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you want to be a paid fireman, go and do that. Yeah. Or if you want to, you know, do something else, just completely <clears throat> off the grid, go do it. Yeah. And they always come back to, no, we like what we do we like and this what we is do. what we want to do. It's great. I mean, <clears throat> we've told them from an early age, you do not have to be in the business. You can do whatever you want. Right. So I don't know how much of that they feel like they have to do. Yeah. But they seem to, they seem to enjoy like it. what they do. Yeah. And they're good at it. They are. They are. That would be a question for your cousins. You'd have to ask it them. It would be. I'm going to ask them. We, we can bring them on. You should, yeah. You should <laughs> test them right now. We're booking you. <laughs> Make time during lunch. Is this your dream job or no? <laughs> or are you feeling pressured to do this? No. Okay. Um, no, but it's, it's always interesting to me for people that have family businesses and they follow in the footsteps. Is it? Is it... Your dream, because Connor has pretty much put it out there mm-hmm. that he is not being an accountant. <laughs> that is not happening. And I laugh because I'm like, oh, I don't blame you because I find that type of work very mundane because I do that type of work. I sit at a desk. I put numbers in. I, mm-hmm. you know, pull reports, which it's, it's rewarding at times because you're, you're, you're accomplishing something and you're making people happy and you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. But as far as dream... No, 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 no. Like, that would have never been on the top of my dream list. For you. But I know that, I mean, obviously. For you, it was. Legal secretary. I mean, that's what you want. I mean. (laughs) What can I say? That's great. Well, I wanted to be a hairdresser. Oh, that's fun. I did. I wanted to do that. But at the time I was in school, my parents had in their head that tech school was a bad place. Mm. So I wasn't able to go go. because I needed their permission. At the time? Yeah. Um, and then actually years later, when my kids were little, I actually went to the night school uh, open house yeah. at the tech school to see. And at that point with two little ones, it was going to be too much yeah. time and effort to try to get people I to know. watch them and do that. But it was something I, I mean, I, I cut the boy's hair and I would You'd give You'd be great crowns. at it though, because you're so chatty. I mean, you would literally <laughs> you gotta have know everybody's <laughs> stories. And people tell you everything in the hair chair. You know what? I could Literally be a wash everything. girl. That would be fun. I mean, but think about this. Again, back to the job part of it. You're standing on your feet all day long in yeah. the same spot. This is true. Right? This is right. true. 
So we could just be podcasters, sit at our table, talk to the world, talk That's to people, right. interview Put our feet people, up, have coffee, and we could do what we love. Eat a brownie. <laughs> I think what we both love the most is talking. Talking. Yes. So this is our dream. Yes. So maybe this is our dream. <laughs> I mean, I think we just came to our dream. Oh job. my God. <laughs> we had a revelation. We had a revelation. Um and everybody who knows us that's listening is like, oh gosh, they love to talk. Yep, uh, they yeah, they love like to talk. Like it took you that long to figure it out, girls? Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure sometimes, I don't know if you feel this way with your friends, but I'm pretty sure sometimes when I talk to my mom also and some of my close friends, I, they may be muting me. They may be, or just putting the phone down and walking around doing their chores and coming back. I, I would not be surprised at all. Oh, that's funny. Especially when I get on a tangent about something. <laughs> like this one. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, I might. That might happen, and, and yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm okay with it. But you honestly thought I did that to you this morning. Like, I did. <laughs> so this morning, Jenna calls, <laughs> as, as she does every morning, which is great, and I love that. And do you? I do don't. You, do you put me down on the counter? <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but I picked up the phone and I hung up right away. Yeah, I, I just hung up on her, and I thought, oh, she'll call back. Well, she doesn't call back. She texts me and goes. Um, you hung up on me. So I call her back and then I sent her, um, (laughs) Alice from the Brady Bun hanging up the phone and rolling her eyes. But I had sent that because I accidentally hung up on her. And Jenna thought that I was bored with her story (laughs) and that I wanted to hang up and roll my eyes. Which you may have. You know what? It could have been a Freudian slip. I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure. It could have been. But yeah, no, I think I think we love to talk. And and maybe that's why I love to be around kids because I love to talk with them. Yeah, Yeah. I like to learn from and you learn so much from them. Oh my goodness. Like I would love sitting in circle time. I only had five kids in each class, but they would sit down. They would I'd say, How was your day? They would tell me all about mommy, daddy, sister, dog, cat, like what they all did the night before. Uh Um and I'll never forget going into third grade here and Connor teacher at the at the conference was like listen I'll believe 50% of what he tells you about me <laughs> if you believe 50% of what he tells you about you said me. it back about <laughs> you if, yeah if you believe 50% of what he tells me about me and I was like huh what's he telling and then I thought about that and I'm like oh my gosh it's true because mm-hmm. I think back to all those stories with the kids and think they yeah, it's probably like half of what happened right because right? they're little and they they, have, they don't have details and they embellish but but yeah no I think definitely talking so maybe we're supposed to be talk like speakers, like motivational speakers. Well, I mean, that's another one we're going to ha- try to have on. Yes. Evan is an emotional. Yes. Emotional. What am I saying? Motivational. Thank speaker. you. Yes. Motivational <clears throat> speaker. And he has been just like. On fire. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Grabbing the bull by the horns. Yeah. Yeah. And doing a lot of good for a lot of young people. And I, mean, I think older people too, but they're targeting more of like middle school mm-hmm. uh, for mental health and, and different things yeah. like that. And he's really helping people. And he's my amazing. motto is if you help one person, then you, you yes. have done your job, you know? Yes. So that's... Yes. So hopefully we helped one person. I don't know. <laughs> if anybody wants to, you know, write in there <laughs> and say... Hit the mute button. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. But it's all... It's all so that's, that's kind of the segment that we're trying to just... Find out more information from people who do seem to have this just joy in what they do. And I think everybody deserves that. So how do you attain that? And what mindset do you get into to do it? That's good. I like that. I like that. You're thinking. It's good. I try. Yeah. Because like when we started this, 
we started this because we thought, well, we helped each other mm-hmm. through the pandemic by talking. Maybe we could help somebody. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we have. And hopefully, you know, we can And I think my to. words to you were, we love to talk. Yeah. And we can share what we, because we talk every morning and we would talk through these topics and we would mm-hmm. really sometimes at length, you know, go through things yeah. and really work through things. So we thought, hey, why not put it out to the public and see if there's at least one other person that will benefit from it. And, right. and, I, and I have learned there are a lot of people out there that do the same thing because there are so many podcasts, so mm-hmm. many podcasts. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't even, I can't even count them. There's so many. Um, right. right. It seems to be the way of the world now. Um, so it, it's comforting to see that there are so many right. and that people are attaining their goals and their dreams if mm-hmm. that's what they you know, set out to do. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to bring on our guests and, um, I hope everybody tunes in. We'll be putting out more, um, reminders and stuff as the weeks go on to let you know. Right. And if you, and if you reach out to us, um, because you have a dream job and you'd like to share with us how you got there and, and why it's such a dream for you. Yes. You know, you can always reach out to us on our Facebook, or Instagram, or our email, insanelyrelative at gmail.com. And we could also do, if people were super inclined and like responded, we could do a live where we just had people call in and talk about Mm -hmm. their dream job. Yeah, we absolutely could. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Oh, I actually do know somebody else that that, uh, is loving what they do, and it's my coworker who um, cooks. Oh, Nadine. Nadine. Yeah. Okay. So she's doing um, what she loves, I believe, also on the side. And she's amazing at it. If anybody follows her uh, her page, share the recipe, it's called. It oh, is cool. amazing. Her, her. I mean, sometimes I look at them and I'm like, really? Really? You pulled that out on a Monday night? Like, <laughs> she's got like lobster and like all that. I'm like, nah, that's not happening in this house. But yes, that looks amazing. <laughs> I was actually talking to somebody last night. Um, it, was a, it was a guy who invited this woman over to play pool because uh-huh. they're, um, they're both very good. And um, they went to play billiards at his house. And she brought over a square of baked ziti, a meatball, and a piece of sausage. And he was like, that he, he's telling me the minute I got there last night, he's like, this was so delicious. Oh my God. She's amazing. She's so nice. She's this, she's that. So she comes over and, and I had said, well, she's Italian. So of course she brought food. That's yeah. what we do. And he was laughing. He's like, Oh my God, it was so nice. She didn't have to bring anything. My wife was like, Oh my God, that was so nice. So this woman, I said to her, Oh, I've been hearing all about your ziti and everything. And she's like, that is so easy to make like I can't believe he's mm-hmm. making such a fuss about it and I said but when something comes easy to you and you enjoy it mm-hmm. and it's not work for you yes. which I love to do that yes. as well just see the appreciation in somebody yeah is just yeah. it's like ether you're like yeah this is great I know because there's yeah. days where you're like I'm making this for dinner and I'm making three other dinners for all these people in the neighborhood that need them and I'm like I can't even figure out what to make for dinner, you know, like, so I see that in you. Like, it's definitely something you love and enjoy. Doing. I do enjoy it. Yeah. So maybe that, so maybe it's a cooking show because you can talk and cook. Ah, there you go. Yes. And maybe so. you film me. So we'll you have can to talk start to at the same time. There, I, yeah. And I could make you laugh. Yeah. So you never know. <laughs> our, our podcast could segue into other things for us even. Yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> well, with that, I think we should just end it yeah. and say stay tuned for our Facebook and Instagram um, updates so mm-hmm. you can know when we're going to have live 
people on. And today's quotes, you can take this with you for the rest of the week. Don't tell me the sky is the limit when there are footprints on the moon. Very so, nice. Everyone have a beautiful day and a beautiful rest of your week. Yes. Namaste. Namaste.